the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, welcome to The Christian View. I'm your host, Dr. Trudy. We're having an exciting discussion today on remembering and adhering to the Ten Commandments. We said the Ten Commandments growing up, but somewhere along the way, we lost the value of what the Ten Commandments really meant. Join our panel today as we discuss the Ten Commandments and how they are still relevant in your life today. You don't want to miss this great topic here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, The Christian View. Welcome. Welcome to The Christian View. What a great audience we have today. And thank you all at home for watching and inviting us into your home and those listening by radio or podcast. This is The Christian View. We take today's hot and hard topics and we weigh them against God's Word because God does have a view. I have an amazing panel with me today. I have Amy Sutherland. Thank you for being here. Pastor Lee Adams, Sherry Rigby, and Coach Caitlin. Check out what they're doing in addition to being a part of The Christian View because they're doing amazing things for the kingdom that you don't want to miss. Well, today's hot topic is the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. And so my question is, do you guys and do you guys at home know the Ten Commandments? Um, Put to a test, the average American could recite the seven ingredients for a Big Mac or the names of all the Brady Bunch, but they could not recite the Ten Commandments. That is shocking, you know. I think, you know, the Ten Commandments were given to us, you know, years and years and years ago in in Exodus. And Moses went up to Mount Sinai, and God gave him the Ten Commandments for us. Mm -hmm. But they're still so relevant in our lives today. And it goes to Romans 2, 12 and 6, where Paul is saying that God has written the law on our hearts. Mm -hmm. And so it's so relevant in our lives today. Mm -hmm. Um, But another statistic was like 18 to 29 year olds said that it's irrelevant. The Ten Commandments are completely irrelevant. And then more women, imagine this Lee, more women believe in the Ten Commandments than men. Isn't that, that's that's crazy. And then other people write their own commandments. They have five commandments here that they choose, five commandments here. So Amy, let's talk about it. Why are we so unfamiliar with the Ten Commandments in in today's society? You know, the first thing that comes to mind is Carlton Heston and the Ten Commandments from 1956. It was almost four hours long. Right. To my point, I think that a lot of people think that it's irrelevant. They think that it's boring. Right. They think it's not for today. A four-hour sermon or, you know, a four-hour film. Right. But actually, quite truthfully, um, when Moses gave the Ten Commandments a second time in Deuteronomy, I'm going to go ahead and read this because it's very important. 
he said, now this was right before the Israelites were going in to possess the land. Right. He said it again. He gave the commandments again. And it was a time of consecration. And first, it's really important to remember that the, 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 excuse me, the Ten Commandments were written as a covenant. Right. They were a covenant between man and God. Mm-hmm. So in Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9, it says, And these words which I am commanding you this day shall be first on your own minds and hearts. Mm-hmm. Then you shall wet and sharpen them so as to make them penetrate and teach and impress them diligently upon the minds and right. the hearts of your children and shall talk of them when you sit up in your house, mm-hmm. when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise Amen. up and you shall bind them as right. a sign upon your hand and they shall be as frontlets over your forehead bands between your eyes and you shall write them upon the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Mm-hmm. And that's why right. we do not know the Ten Commandments Amen. because right. we don't recognize, we don't honor the word and we don't adhere to the, the what the Lord tells us to do. We don't remember. And we're not teaching them anymore. We're not teaching them to our children. We're not sitting at the table. I know I'm not. I mean, we talk about things, but... I don't know when the last time it was I went over the Ten Commandments with my 15-year-old son or my, or my 5-year-old daughter, and I think we need to bring that back in. Mm-hmm. But I think some people just, they're just oblivious because they think, oh, if I focus on the Ten Commandments, I'm going to lose my freedom. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Bingo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's so true. It's something that we see even in Scripture. I think people today, in fact, I hear a lot of people saying that the Ten Commandments are obsolete right. and actually they're they're absolute because they are the word of God right um, and so you hear that and I think so often is what we're hearing and seeing right now is that people are not sharing about the Ten Commandments. Right. We're not talking about them the way that we used to. We don't hear about them in church. We're not teaching, mm-hmm. you know, the next generation and bringing them up about how important it is that when you have the Old Testament and the New Testament, they come together and they have to be bound together. Right. Yeah. And people say, well, I'm just not religious. So the Ten Commandments lead. They don't, they don't right. mean anything to me, right. but they, they need to. They need to. Right. And I think that, um, again, it goes back to how people are being taught. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a lot of ambiguity in the scriptures or where Um, some people are actually interpreting the scripture Mm -hmm. when Jesus said that, you know, he said, behold, I give you a new commandment. He talks about loving the Lord your God Mm -hmm. with all your heart. But he also says that, you know, he also came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. So we have to understand that, you know, the the law is still very, very much Mm -hmm. important. But a lot of people think, okay, well, because Jesus said now, you know, that I give you, if you love your brother and you love the Lord your God with all your Mm -hmm. heart, you can hang all the other prophets. But to me, if you um, if you love your neighbor, you won't covet. Right. If you are loving God, you won't have another false God. Right. So then, you know, if you're doing what the word says, you will still fulfill the scriptures and you'll fulfill the right. Ten Commandments. And you'll want to. You know, yeah, when yes. you're when you're when you're when your relationship with the Lord is where it needs to be, yes. then you'll, you'll want to keep right. the Ten Commandments because they're actually for our good yes. and our benefit. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that is the thing when people say, I'm not religious, but even Jesus in the scripture mm-hmm. said, I'm not judging how the Pharisees are acting. Yes. I, I came, they do great. They, they abide by the law, but I came to bring love. And I think yes. one thing that the Ten Commandments reminds us of is that we can be empowered by God's spirit to live great, but because Jesus came when we fell to fulfill them, mm-hmm. he's there to remind, I feel like the Ten Commandments remind me of how I fall short and G- I need Jesus right. to, to walk it out. Yes, yes, we, we need Jesus. And you know, it's okay. Like, I don't want people to think, oh, you gotta, you gotta stick to the Ten Commandments and be strict. We're gonna fall. We're gonna yeah. fall short. We're gonna mess up. Yes. But that's where God's grace comes in. Yeah. But to have the law written on our heart is something that, to me, is mm-hmm. so special because Moses 
when, when he had the Ten Commandments, it was outside of him. But now that we're Christians in the New Testament, it, it's inside of us. Yes. The Ten Commandments, the law is in our heart. Mm-hmm. And that's where the glory comes. Because when Moses came down from the mountain, he was covered in glory. Yes. But yeah. we can have that glory from the inside out versus from the outside in, mm-hmm. I think. Stay with us. We'll be right back with a little bit more on the Ten Commandments here on The Christian View. We're talking about the Ten Commandments. I really just want to read them to you right now. And then go get your Bible and find them in Scripture yourself. They're in the New Testament, in the Old Testament, um, in Exodus, and in Deuteronomy. But the Ten Commandments are this. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee a graven image. Thou shalt not take the Lord God's name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Honor thy father and mother. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against the neighbor, and thou shalt not covet. So, Sherry, why are the Ten Commandments, these Ten Commandments, so important still today? Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, I just have to tell you, digging back into my Bible, because I had to go back and really review the Ten Commandments and Mm -hmm. sit down. And one of the things that really hit me in Exodus 20, uh, verse 2, is what the Lord said is, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the house of bondage Mm -hmm. or slavery. And really, they were set in place to keep us free Mm -hmm. and to live a life of freedom. And so they are important because they are the Word of God. First and foremost, they are the Word of God. Second, they um, really do provide the framework for what we are to live in today Mm -hmm. uh, and our lives as believers. And it's our our humanity. It's our morals that we have to set in place for it. But I love how God did that where He said, you know, I'm going to put these in place because this is what's going to set you free. And right now, I think we're seeing such, you know, this idea where we don't have the Ten Commandments in our schools. We don't have them in government buildings. And what we've done is we're not seeing them used the way that they should be and reminded. And so when you think about it, and I had to go back as a believer and go, let me go through my checklist. Have I put another God before God? Have my career, my family, um, my marriage, you know, money, possessions. And also I think in today's culture is also what really hit me was um, the bearing of false witness. Mm -hmm. You know, I was thinking about that as we're going through that. And I love how you have Exodus 20, which is Old Testament. And then you have in Matthew uh, 22, where it's the new covenant. And yet that covenant, those two new laws really take the 10 commandments. The first four are really about all about honoring God Mm -hmm. and how you're doing that. And then the last six are about your neighbor. And so we really have to remember that they are to be used together and paralleled, and they've got to be the framework of Mm -hmm. our lives. I mean, you love God first, and then you love them. Right. You you have to be able to love God first and believe that he loves you. Because if you don't believe, and we were talking before um, before we went back on, you know, we all agree that this is a love letter, right, Amy? It's a love letter. And if we can't receive that love, can we really give that love. Mm. Right. You know, I heard a rabbi once teach on the Ten Commandments, and he was saying that it was actually written as a love letter. Mm-hmm. And during the culture, during the, this, this time when it was written, you know, we, we had Molech, and we had these different gods that 
people were sacrificing their children mm. and people don't realize the Lord's just saying, look, I'm, I'm trying to love you. Like I've given you this ability to procreate as an example of my family and now what I want you to do. So love, you know, love man and wife, you know, be committed to each other right. because this is my example of the covenant that I'm making with you. So it wasn't so much as don't do this versus I love you. Please. You don't have to do this. And I think that's the enemy. The enemy is going to twist everything he can and say, okay, these Ten Commandments are to keep you in bondage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Christ is saying, yeah. this, is no, freedom. Freedom. this is freedom, this is freedom. Right? Yeah, and I think, you know, I'm, I don't know why people have such a hard time with them because there are only ten of them. Right. When I think about <laughs> the laws of the land, there are yeah. so many laws yeah. in the yeah. land that, you know, I can't even keep up with them writing new laws mm-hmm. all day. I know. But even in the natural, the laws are written so that, you know, for us that like staying free mm-hmm. and not want to go to jail, that we don't break the law. <laughs> yeah. So basically, this is what these laws, they give us the roadmap. They help us to stay within the boundaries of what it takes for us to get to heaven. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's not that it's a stumbling block, but really it's something that helps to liberate because if I operate in these and I'm surely going to guarantee myself that I'm operating into the premise or the way that God wants me to operate. So again, it helps me to stay free, you know, when I can know, okay, all right, well, you know, when I was younger, I had a problem with lying. But now, you know, I remember I tell people all the time, my mother used to have this thing where it was this old 33 album where she would play that talked about the steps to hell. Well, it always talked about the steps to hell because they were going against the commandments was about lying. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, that taught me, don't lie, because it was too right. Right. But now, you know, I, it helps me to stay within bounds. Right. You know? I think, it, I think that just true. reminds me of, like, it is a love letter. Because when your parents give you rules to follow, you know, uh, maybe when you're younger, you're like, why, do, why can't I do that? Like, I remember one of our rules was, mm-hmm. two of our major rules were, you can't listen to secular music in right. your car. I clearly remember my dad getting in my car right. when I was 16. And like, what is this CD? thrown out the window. And then a dating rule. You know, you can't go on a date by yourself until you're of this age because of these rules. But they were there to protect and preserve purity. And so I believe that we have to see them like a love letter, like you're saying, that is there to protect and preserve. And it gives us an aim of what to work for that's going to protect and preserve us. And I think when we look at it that way, we can say thank you, right? We can say thank you. My son was going through some issues. He's 15. He was going through some issues. And we had to make some steps, set some high boundaries. Mm -hmm. And the other night he goes, I just want to say thank you. Mm -hmm. I want to say thank you that you love me enough to set those boundaries because at that point in time in his life, he wasn't strong enough to make those boundaries himself. And so, you know, that's what we need to say to Jesus, but the Mm -hmm. enemy will come in and say, he doesn't, he's doing Mm -hmm. that to keep it, to keep the good stuff from you. Mm -hmm. But I think it also keeps us vertical. Mm -hmm. Yes. Keeping the 10 commandments in our heart, it keeps us vertical. It keeps us in that right relationship and it does convict us. So, you know, don't bear a false witness. How easy is it to, Mm -hmm. well, let me talk about so-and-so so so we can pray. You know, (laughs) check your heart. Are you wanting to pray? Are you wanting to, yes. to yes. gossip. So right. where's, where's the heart? And that's where the Holy yep. Spirit comes in and he quickens your spirit. Wait a yes. minute. Don't so. bear false witness. Even if it's a little mm-hmm. small one, yeah. it grows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes. even have no other gods before me. I yeah. mean, in America, I think, mm-hmm. or around the world, it's such a difficulty to not have another God yes. mm-hmm. before God. Right. Yeah. Right. It is, yeah. yeah. It's such a, it's such a, a tool of the enemy. Mm-hmm. We, we'll be right back. Don't go away. We're going to talk more about the Ten Commandments and the Christian life. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. 
to the Christian View. We're having a great discussion on the Ten Commandments. In the last segment, I love what we all kind of agreed on is that it is a love letter from God to us, you know, to, to protect us. That's and we need to, you know, we need to keep that in the forefront. God would never take anything from us that was that was not good for us, right? Mm-hmm. He has our best interest at heart. And so I think that's the beauty of the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. You know, in another survey that they did, uh, people said, yeah, I feel like I can pick and choose my, my Ten Commandments. And 40% agreed that it was okay to keep the Sabbath. You didn't have to go to church, but you could go to a baseball game, right? Um, And then others said the ones that we need to really keep are murder, stealing, and lying. But the ones that just really have no benefit are coveting, adultery, and um, lying. No, lying was, yeah, keeping lying. But coveting um, and adultery. And to me, that's that those two are so self-focused because it's, it's, it's all about me. So, Lee, has the church failed in keeping the Ten Commandments relevant? I think that um, the message is not relevant mm-hmm. to the point that people can really comprehend a lot. I think, you know, um, when you were reading and you were talking, I began to think about it. I had written down some things and you were saying like for number seven, you know, thou should not commit adultery. I think as a church, if we present that and we teach that, you know, God values commitment, right. fidelity and sacredness of marriage. You know, you sometimes can take this thing away and help people to comprehend what is God really saying mm-hmm. there. And I think we fail to make it relevant when, like you were saying, you know, thou shall not covet. You know, if we tell them that, you know, that God, you don't have to go after and strive for other people's things because God gives his children everything they need so you don't have to be jealous or worry so I think not just presenting them these are God's ten laws but also presenting them this is what God is really saying Mm -hmm. and I think that as a church we have not done as good a job with that message right Right. So how do you think we can fix it? How do you think we can bring the Ten Commandments back so that they are, people do view them relevant mm-hmm. and, and safe? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Deuteronomy says that um, the word is very near you. Mm-hmm. It is in your heart and in your mind right. that you may do it and obey it. And it kind of goes back with the first scripture that I shared. Mm-hmm. But I think it goes back to the relevancy of just obeying the word. Yes. There's, there's truth and power in the simple gospel that we must obey. He says, if you love me, mm-hmm. you will obey my commandments. Um, Joshua, now Joshua, this is after Moses died. Again, the Lord brings up the Ten Commandments again. And he says, you shall not let this book of law depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. Then you will be prosperous Mm -hmm. and successful. Yes, but I do think, like we said in the opening, more people know what's in a hamburger or the Brady Bunch than than the Ten Commandments. I mean, so somehow we've got to bring it back and and make it it, um, tangible for people to want to have that Ten Commandments in their heart. And as my husband and I pastor a church and seeing that and hearing that, you know, we really have to begin to teach on them more in a practical manner. What do the Ten Commandments mean today? How are they relevant? And having discussions like we're having right now at this mm-hmm. table inside the church. I mean, even pastors have helping you out doing a series on the table. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Talking yeah. about each mm-hmm. one, yeah. making it practical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard, you know, we're like, if I break the Ten Commandments, that's me sinning. Well, we have to teach people to love God. So how right. can we teach people to love God more mm-hmm. and teach them how to practically apply the Ten Commandments? Yes. I really think that yeah. will be helpful. And we're going to fall short. That, yeah, it's of course. Going to happen. We all fall yes. short. It's, you know, so you to say that I'm going to, I can keep all 10 of them all the time, you know, that's 
not true. Yeah. You know, no one can. But you have to understand them. Yeah, right. you have to understand them. <laughs> I think, though, that our church, I mean, I feel as though the church is really focused quite a bit of the time on New Testament or the New Testament scriptures versus going back and right. really actually applying those New Testament scriptures to mm-hmm. Old Testament. And without the old, you can't have the new. Right. Right. Um, and I think it's really important for us to go back because every time we talk about, you know, the commandments that Jesus gives, you know, the two greatest commandments right. of all time, yeah. right? Those are the two greatest is love thy God with all yes. your heart, mind, right. and soul. And then like the first, yes. love thy neighbor. Right. Well, if you go back and look at those 10 commandments, they're actually broken into those two categories. Yes, two categories. And so we really should find a way to marry those in right. our church and teach <laughs> relevant topics that we can apply that are applicable for today's culture that right. they can go back in and yes. see yeah. this is all about freedom it's yeah. living in the framework of that's god right. mm-hmm. and it's about marrying the two old testament and new testament yeah. and that's power and i think mm-hmm. if we talk about you know each one of them okay what happens when you when you really commit adultery mm-hmm. right who does that who does that affect because we yes. think oh it's only going to affect me right. if i if i commit that sin mm-hmm. but in actuality right. the tr- the down effect of everything yes. Yes. you know we've got to get our focus i think off of ourselves mm-hmm. you know more so put it back on Jesus, but just breaking them down and like, okay, what does this really mean? Do not covet. And if I'm struggling with coveting, then what do I do about it? Like, how do I get the freedom from it? Because you know, so many people are like, well, that, that's just the way I am. Right. Or, you know, my parents got divorced and so therefore I'm going to get divorced. You know what I mean? It's like, we've got to make it Mm-hmm. tangible and real, right. not like it's it's some foreign object, you know, written yes. on a bunch of, mm-hmm. written on rocks, which it was at one point, mm-hmm. but now it's in our heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like the statement that goes, we need to understand the why behind the what. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to really understand why God gave you this commandment. Right. And then also, so I think that pastors, I'm hooking you up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do a series on the Ten Commandments, and then mm-hmm. do a series on the Holy Spirit. Because right. in yes. Galatians 6, mm-hmm. it talks about yeah. walk in the Spirit, right. and you will not fulfill the lust right. of the flesh. Well, you go again the Ten Commandments when you walk in flesh, right, right. when you get into the flesh. And so teaching people what they are, how they're practical mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. The, they're not ancient, right. and yep. then also teaching people how to practically how to overcome them right. through the them. Spirit. Mm-hmm. And help them to understand the works of grace. I yes. think, you know, yes. that the New mm-hmm. Testament, uh, people feel that a lot of times because of grace, then we're no longer under the law. Mm-hmm. But exactly. grace does not nullify the law. That's grace right. puts us in a different perspective right. mm-hmm. now because of His grace, you know, that yeah. whereas I would been stoned if I did this in the right, Old Testament. Right, right. Grace now says I've already paid for that. You right. know, the blood has covered that. So I think helping people to understand it didn't mean that these things are not important to God anymore. But now because Jesus came and we're under grace, mm-hmm. now I don't have those severe consequences right. if I repent and ask for forgiveness. Right. Right. And I think too, it's really important. I mean, we'd touch on it a little bit, but just even preaching, sharing, teaching, mm-hmm. the fear of the Lord. The Bible yeah, says that the absolutely. fear of the Lord is the beginning of right. wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we have to fear the Lord and, and keep those commandments, and again, it's not to be Old Testament heavy, but like you said earlier, mm-hmm. Jesus said that I've come to fulfill the law, right. not to abolish mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And really the bottom line is he's saying there's a more excellent way. Right. Yeah. There's right. a more excellent there way. Is. For sure. Right. And the scripture that comes to mind is Jude 124 that says to him who is able to keep you from falling. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so the New Testament reminds us we have somebody to, who yes. helps us to keep from falling. Yes. 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 And I do think it goes back to the freedom aspect. Mm -hmm. Our God 
is he he is so merciful and the grace that he gives and i love that even before he gives it again the scripture i mean it's all about i'm taking you out of bondage to give you freedom and and that's what we've got to i think pastors going in and teaching that right 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 we'll be right back with a little bit more here at the christian view stay with us Christian view. We've had a great discussion on the Ten Commandments. And one thing I want to leave you with today is that the Ten Commandments is a love letter from God to you, not to keep you in bondage, but to bring you into freedom. So I would encourage you to get your Bible out, go back and reread the Ten Commandments and know that Father God loves you so much and he wants that relationship with you. We'll see you next time here on the Christian view. Bye-bye.